Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. And today we've got banks in focus. UOB kicking things off for the big three with its earnings. And looking at the first half, it has reported a 53% rise in its first half core net profit to $3.1 billion. And if you look at some of the reasons being cited, it says this was supported by robust earnings growth across its diversified business franchise. And UOB says credit card fees remain strong, backed by sustained consumer spending momentum. So let's take a look at the numbers with Glenn Tum. He's the research analyst at Flip Securities Research. Good morning, Glenn. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, great to have you on to crunch the numbers for us. So lots to get into, but as an overview first, Glenn, what's your impression? Did it impress you on that front, the latest earnings for the second quarter? Yep, it definitely did. I mean, it beat the consensus estimates, at least for the second quarter. And this is mainly due to the net interest income growth. It grew about 31% year on year. So I'm talking on a second quarter uh, basis. And NIM also grew year on year by 45 basis points. Okay, so you've got a bit of beat on that. So let's walk through some of the bright spots and weaknesses. And I mentioned that we are seeing some momentum coming through. For example, it mentioned robust earnings growth across its diversified business franchise. Where are you seeing this come through most strongly? I would think it's the continued growth from their net interest income as well as their other income growth. So this is coming from their trading and investment income. And that grew by about 113%. Okay, so I'm looking at net interest margins. You pointed out that was one reason. It's uh, right now at around 2.12. This is down slightly from 2.14, which in itself was down from the peak we saw in the fourth quarter at 2.22. So if you look at margins, net interest margins, that seems to be drifting lower. Is that the expectations going forward? Yes, that's definitely one of the expectations that we are seeing moving forward. And I think we could see this gradual sort of decline going into the rest of the year in the next two quarters and however if you look at a full year basis I think we could still easily see a double digit basis points kind of growth for net interest margins for full year 23 Okay so how is this affecting UOB for the bottom line because typically net interest margins well if it's high it's uh, usually more profits for banks Yeah I think it, it will definitely affect their net interest income but it won't be such a it won't be as much a steep decline as it would be sort of a a smaller growth for them. So they should still see a large increase in their their net interest income at the full year 23. Okay, and we look at the loans growth. um, How much is that coming through when you look at the appetite and what's coming through with the rest of the year's global growth forecast? Even though we are expecting a bit of a slowdown, is that being reflected in the loans growth that you're seeing in the banks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see from the loans growth, I think it, it declined. Uh, I think it was quite flat at around negative 1%. So I think we could see this continuing for the rest of the year. However, they are still quite confident, you know, they could get a low single digits of loans growth for full year 23. Okay, so one other uh, area that's quite interesting is credit cards. And it says it is seeing sustained momentum. And you might remember they had a huge part to play in driving the Taylor Swift concert frenzy. Is that expected to play a big part in at least customer retention and driving this part of the growth picture for UOB? Yeah, it could be one of the reasons why they suddenly saw a big, uh, they might see a big boost. But I think this will only come in in the third quarter because the tickets were released uh, like a month ago, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong. 
Yeah, so I don't think this has really kicked in for them. So this growth in credit card fees is just probably sustained momentum from the first quarter. Okay, and if you look at some of the uh, outlook that UB is putting forth, it has raised its interim dividend to 85 cents per share. That's higher by 42% last year. Is this a sign that it's more optimistic about the outlook? Definitely. So I think they are just sort of following or uh, with what their peers have been doing by increasing dividends. So, you know, this is just a, a good step for their investors as well. And, you know, their, their capital, their CT1 ratio is rather high. So I guess this is a, one of the other ways that they could bring it down to their optimal operating range. Okay, when we look at uh, non-performing loans, do you see any signs of them worrying about uh, SMEs running into trouble, especially when you see interest rates staying elevated and some of them may face some pressure operating? Yeah, I think there would be a, there might be a slight worry, which is why they are setting aside a preemptive general allowance to maintain their sort of prudent provisioning level in their work. And I guess that we, we have already seen an increase in the total credit costs on loans to 30 basis points for this quarter. Okay, so the other part of the equation is the digital banks coming into the scene. And of course, we've seen um, GXS and Shopee's Mary Bank. They've been upping the stakes by allowing more deposits in that sense. The ceiling has been raised um, so you can put more money into these banks. Um, It's not as limited as before. Is that going to pose any issues or headwinds at least for the big three banks? I, I wouldn't think so because the the aim for these banks, for the digital banks at least, is to target the the underbanked or the you know unbanked population of Singapore. So you know the three incumbent banks really do not have much to worry as of now. But you know going forward, they will have to work on their digitization efforts to ensure that you know, they retain their existing customers as well as bring in new ones. All right, and just to wrap things up. Glenn, so looking at UB's share price, uh, it's up about 2.4% in the past year. But in the past month, it is um, slightly higher by 3.5%. Are you seeing any opportunities to get into UOB right now? Is this a good time to get into UOB with its current um, earnings? Definitely. I, I would say that they have uh, still ways to go. To, to grow their earnings you know, with the currently high interest rates. And I think the other point I would like to bring up is the fee income. We could see that increasing by double digits by the end of the year as it recovers from a very low base in 2022. So I would definitely think, yes, it will be a good time. All right. So we'll chat back with you in future on the rest of the banks. Uh, we'll be sharing Glenn Tom. He's the research analyst for Philip Securities Research. Glenn, thank you for your time this morning. Hey, thanks so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.